welcome to another episode of the Authentic Audience Podcast. I am in San Francisco this week and very excited for today's guest. I've got Alex George with me on the podcast. Alex is my best friend's husband. He just had a baby, has been in my life, inspiring me and triggering me for over five years now, I think seven years. Um, Alex came into my life, married my best friend, and we will be stuck together for the rest of our lives. And it's something we don't take lightly. We take our friendship and our relationship really seriously. We're constantly pushing each other, challenging each other um, in an amazing way that I've come to really love. And so I wanted to have him on this podcast. He just recently dove into another new passion project and venture, which is something that Alex is really good at. He's always reinventing, evolving, taking risks, leaps, teaching himself new things, mastering those new things, and doesn't have a lot of fear around it. So I wanted to talk to him about that today, talk to him about his new project, his new business. It's called Mountains Wave Marketing, and he's sort of diving into what I'm diving into, and we are helping people that love what they do. So we talk all about his new baby, his new project, how he plans, uh, resistance comes up, how to overcome it, his advice for new people launching companies, businesses, ideas, projects, and how we've learned how to navigate our growing and evolving friendship over the years. This was a really fun episode. This is the first person I have known really well, besides my husband, um, that I've had on the show. So it was fun to play in a new way. I hope you enjoy this episode. Alex George is a perma-stoked brand builder and marketer. Based in Marin County, Alex uses his detail and expertise in creating a cohesive customer experience to launch, rebrand, and grow businesses through his passion project, Mountain Waves Marketing. In addition to leading the marketing CX and enablement efforts in his 9 to 5 and living a fulfilled life. Alex also happens to be married to my best friend and is a brand new dad. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Krista. How do you feel? Oh my gosh. That's, that's <laughs> the most surreal feeling. Um, it's so cool to have a little human that your wife and or my wife and your best friend. <laughs> also uh, can, my wife. Yeah, and your wife. Um, <laughs> and it's just insane. It's, it's so much fun to have her and, and we're just learning the ups and downs and I apologize if there's some scattered brain thoughts as we go through this today, uh, but you know how She's, it is being a new dad. What, three weeks today? Today is her third week birthday on this planet on this planet and she weighed in at a record nine point nine pounds four ounces so today she's, she's putting on a ton of weight which oh is awesome God. and it's great she's quite possibly i mean maybe i'm biased but like the cutest baby i've ever yeah, seen i would have to agree it, <laughs> i'm obsessed with her she her gets, name is cora james she's heaven yep she gets prettier every day that's the funny part it's like yeah when they first come out they're just kind of this little you know, swollen. She went through a really rough, <laughs> rough couple days, and and uh, she comes out and she's like, "I'm here, world." And now she's just beautiful. Yeah, it's been so amazing. So thank you for taking the time uh, to hang out today. So I wanted to start by sort of talking about how we met. Um, I have Alex on the show. Um, he's inspired me for a long time in life, but especially in business. 
And so I want to sort of, you know, dive into that, but also talk about how we met and came to be. Uh, Do you remember how we met? I believe the first time that we ever actually talked was over FaceTime. You were in Aruba. Oh my God, that's not (laughs) what I was thinking about. I was in Aruba. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch in Aruba. I remember that. I remember that so well now that you bring it up. The time I was thinking about was when we went to the food trucks in San Francisco. That was the first time gotcha. I met you. Yep. Yep. And Aaron took that picture of us, which I still have. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that day, like, cool, I'm going to have to share her now for the rest of my life. Um, and I don't think you knew that you were going to marry her yet, did you? Uh, not quite, yeah. but it was getting there already. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember meeting you and just, well, we were college roommates, Aaron and I, and so we've seen each other through a lot of boyfriends and you've still continued to see me through a lot of boyfriends <laughs> until I found my footing with Clay, um, which I think everybody's very grateful for. Very much so. I went through a lot, um, but after meeting you, I just sort of knew, okay, great, this is the rest of my life. So that's what I sort of wanted to dive into first, because there's this really funny thing that happens with your best friends is they get married. Um, And there are these relationships that come into our lives, not just with our friends, but also my in-laws, for example, um, that we have no choice over whatsoever. So... These are the relationships that I tend to like to sort of like dance with or dive into because to me it's fate. Like we had no choice and we'll bury one another, you know, and we'll know each other for the rest of our lives. So I think we've navigated it pretty well. I'd say so. And and I think to your point there, I mean, it was never more apparent to me than I think we were at uh, our engagement party. Yeah. In my hometown Hollister at my house. And you, you went over to my little brother and you're like, hey, I'm going to know you for the rest of your life. And at the time he was 20, maybe yeah, ni- 19 like years old. Younger. And he yeah. just like looked at you like, <laughs> you're crazy. And then it sunk in a little bit. And he's like, well, actually, you're right. Like every event, every childbirth, every birthday party, we'll both be there. So yeah. we, we might as well start being friends now. Now, every time we see each other, we like hug and just have this great relationship because, I mean, Let's dance with it, right? So I think it's funny that you know we've had a we've had a good relationship. I think. Yeah, and this is the other part of that too. Is sometimes you get super lucky, like we did, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. But we've been so lucky with the opportunities, the friendship that we've actually built together, and then we we've traveled together. We spend quite a bit of time together, and now you're going to help raise this this new baby girl together. Our so, new baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun. And, um, you know, I was talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to. I was talking to Christy earlier. And she was like, well, what are you going to interview Alex about? And I was like, well, the things that bother me the most about Alex are actually what inspire me the most about Alex. And that is uh, whatever you decide you want to do, whether it's a new hobby or a new painting a new room or designing a new surfboard or a new diet or like trying a new eating regimen or whatever it is, you succeed at it. And it's kind of annoying, (laughs) (laughs) but it also inspires me a lot. And that's the first thing I kind of wanted to talk to you about is since I've known you for what, seven years yeah. now? Um, you've done a lot of different things um, in your career, in your hobbies, in just who you are. You're kind of reinventing Alex George, or maybe evolving is a better word, all of the time. And you don't seem to have like a lot of fear 
around that? Maybe you do. That's my first question. Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I think there's always like uh, a little bit of the fear of the unknown, but to be honest, that's why I love to make changes and dive in and try do try and do different things. Um, I also know where my skill set lies, and one of my strongest skills is an adaptation. And then mm. also talking to people and understanding, getting their point of view, and putting myself in in their shoes. Um, particularly in the business world, I sh- you know I think one of the, my weaknesses is putting myself in their shoes emotionally. So mm. that's something I'm always trying to get better at as well. And I'm you know trying to make myself much better, especially being married now and having <laughs> kids, like trying to understand what are you, where are you coming from on this? Um, yeah. But you really are committed to self-growth in a way that I haven't quite been witnessed ever before I met you. Um, and it's like a whole, like you'll dive into a complete new industry and sort of like master that or try a new hobby and then master it. And I guess what sort of motivates you to try these new things? And I know so many people that get like stuck in an industry. I have a friend who's like trying to get out of this industry, but he's like, it's all I've known for the last 10 years. And I know, you know, before you were in hospitality and then you went into solar and now you're into design. And I know I see you like taking with you each piece of that into your next thing, but I'm also someone that like jumps around, but I'm like really afraid a lot. So when it comes to like making those decisions of like what you're going to do next, like where does that even come from? Because it seems so random sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. No, so I think it all stems from the concept or the idea that I'll, I'll see something and I think that's really cool or I, I'm like, hey, I, know, I can do that. And even if I know maybe I can't do that right then and there, um, it all goes back to this this network that I've built over the years. And you and me connect on this a lot is, hey, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to do is connect people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to meet new people. I love to understand where they're coming from. Um, if they have a certain skill set, I love to learn from them. And I'm blessed with like so many super talented friends that mm. are just good at everything. And so if there's something that I'm like, hey, I want to go down that route and learn a little bit more a little bit more about it, I might reach out to them initially and be like, I'm check I'm looking into this, I'm checking it out. What can you tell me about it? And then I'll go down, maybe do some YouTube university stuff, or maybe <laughs> buy a book, read it, and just practice and, and figure it out. Um, I think design was one of those things I've always had like a creative flair, but I've never, I was never originally trained in like Adobe or anything like that. And I started picking it up and just playing with it and day by day getting better and better. It's because it was something I enjoyed doing. Right. Awesome. Um, It's really exciting and inspiring. And you sort of just like this overall dedication to growing and also like helping those around you grow. And one of the biggest pieces of advice you ever gave me, and you sort of have this subtle way of being like, you know, get your head out of your ass, but in a loving way. And we were sitting in a bar in Panama. Also, Alex is an incredible planner. (laughs) So we've got to do some really fun stuff. We were sitting in a bar and you were like, I'm trying this new thing for New Year's where I don't use the word I as much. And I was like, that's interesting. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone knows Krista or has hung out with her for more than an hour, it inevitably comes up that her life is so interesting and she's talking a lot about herself, right? So I challenged her there on the spot and I said, hey, try for the next six hours, for the next day to not talk about yourself, talk about other people, talk about this experience that we're we're down in Boca Satora, probably one of those beautiful places I've ever been. Um, And it was just amazing to sit back and and try and take it in and talk about different things that aren't the norm, I guess you would say. Right. Well, what I appreciated about that is you positioned it in a way that 
was like, I'm trying, hey, I'm trying this thing for New Year's. Like, maybe you should try (laughs) with me. And so I did. And after that, you know, I did an hour a day. And what it made me sort of realize is like, I need to read more or like research more because instead of saying, I had this experience, it's have you read this? Or, um, you know, sending people articles or did you hear about this thing and not constantly like going back to your own experience. And that had a major impact. Not only are you trying to push yourself to be better, but you're trying to push the people around you to be better. I see you doing it with Aaron. I see you doing it with me, which, you know, like I said, is probably the most annoying thing, but also my favorite thing. And, and it goes, <laughs> it comes back to me too. I mean, people do the, people give that to me, give me those opportunities. Um, I think you said something earlier about planning and also this kind of falls in line with taking those bigger leaps is I'm a planner. So before I ever take one of those leaps, I take five steps back and I say, Hey, what are the 10 things I need to be able to accomplish before I'm able to take that step forward? Um, which is huge. And then what you're just explaining about, um, kind of evolving, right. And, and bettering yourself, whatnot. Every, I mean, that's happening every day to me still. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by people who have great ideas and they're like, Hey, have you thought about this? Have you done this? So I'm just passing it along when I, when I, when I'm coming to you and talking about it, I'm just like, Hey, Chris, have you heard of this cool new thing? Cause I know you're the one person I like listening to me and be like, take it to heart a little bit and then you yeah. know, maybe implement it. Yeah, I do. I do listen to you and I do respect you a lot. And um, so when you came up with your new, um, this new passion project, I was very excited to hear about it. So that might be a good sort of opportunity to switch gears and talk a little bit more about this. Mountains wave, yeah. Mountains wave marketing. What what the fuck are we doing now? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you inspired me partially with this. Um, going off and starting my own business was not something I'd ever done before. And so seeing you do it and be successful and the focus that you put into it was something I took to heart. And I said, hey, how do you do it? And I think every time that we hung out for like the last three years prior to me getting this off the ground, I would ask you at least one or two questions about Hmm. how's work going, what, you know, what are new things that you're trying, doing and whatnot. And I also have some really, really talented friends that are part of my friends collective Mm -hmm. um, that I call it. And, uh, And they've also gone off and done things like that as well. So Having this kind of support network out there was a big part of that. Um, it is a much larger leap, and I know a lot of the people who listen to your podcast are entrepreneurs and they're passionate about what they're doing. And um, I think that's really what finally pushed me over the edge is the passion side of it. Is mm. Sometimes in your 9 to 5, you, the passion, you lose that side of things. And I love, absolutely love helping people and watching them be successful. And so being able to take on more of that, working directly with people one-on-one and see their successes together was really a big push for me. Um, what we're doing at Mountains Wave is is uh, basically helping entrepreneurs launch their businesses, rebrand if it's if you've been in business for a while, and other types of um, smaller marketing growth opportunities. Uh, I, I work with um, quite a few different folks who have all their own businesses as well. So mm-hmm. if there's something outside of my realm, I, I can rely on them. I can reach out to them. Similarly, as they grow and blossom in what they're doing, if it seems like a good fit for what you're doing, authentic, authentic audience, we'd you know, kind of make that yeah. role and pass them over to you as well. So it's kind of all about helping people be successful through your network and your tools. And I think that goes back to just having that awesome core group of friends. And Well, I'm personally very excited about this venture because, um, first of all, everyone needs marketing. Um, and also there's a lot of really shitty marketing agencies out there, which I'm not going to like get down that rabbit hole right now. But when you told me you were doing this, like you basically told me 30 seconds and I was like, great, want five clients. Cause I just <laughs> like immediately trusted you. 
um, that whoever I send your way is going to have a good experience. And I don't even really need to know more than that other than, you know, oh, Alex is offering these services. I've seen the designs you created. I remember coming home, um, coming home, coming over, um, and you were like creating this whole, what was it, like a backdrop for your booth? What was that? Like, Six oh, yeah. foot tall, like does what even yeah. was that? Yeah, booth, it was a booth design. We it were, was a we booth a design, show, yeah. and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just like designed this whole thing." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> you designed this?" So I've seen that, and you're also I've seen you've helped some of these companies you're working with, even on their logos and business cards, which I don't have design. I'm not good at design, and even like the baby's room that you did, like, <laughs> what the, like Our nursery, yeah, it's so Instagrammable. I hope you post pictures of it soon. Um, but he painted the whole nursery and he just has this eye that I don't have. So it's really exciting for me um, that my good friend that I love and trust with my life, which means I can now trust him with my clients' lives um, to find success in this like visual brand that I really like have to hire out. I don't have that. Um, so you're doing a lot of the design stuff. So you're actually building the websites yep. as so, well. So we can do everything from content creation to just like thought leadership coaching as well. So that's a big part of what we're doing is especially people who are starting or building their brand from the, the basics, right? From step one, um, they oftentimes have this grand vision, but they don't know how to get from A to B, right? Mm-hmm. And so in my past work experience, I've been lucky enough to help grow companies that are early on in that essence. And I've kind of built out this program, if you will, um, to work with people and help them understand, hey, this is what you need in order to actually launch the company. And then this is what you're going to need to actually find clients. And this is what you're going to need to do this, this, or this. Um, and like yourself, I do have like kind of the nail asshole policy, right? Right. Don't want to work with, I only want to work with awesome people who are super passionate about what they're doing. But more importantly, when they're passionate, that means they're dedicated. And, and yeah. I want to work with dedicated people too. I want people who are just excited to be there and like, hey, yes, I want to do this. And the clients that I have today are, are like that. They love yeah. they love what they're doing. They love working together and they love sitting down brainstorming and figuring out, okay, how am I going to get to the next step or do this or that or the other? And what I love about it is what we're doing, I could do all of that and I love all of that, um, but we're really moving towards the space of like scaling businesses, right? And so people come to us that need that. Um, that need like a hand holding. They don't need like a group program. They don't need another like how to video. They need like one on one work because it's also holding them accountable. One of the things that you, you mentioned there that I kind of wanted to come back to and something that I think is, is really cool for people who are putting themselves out there, especially if they're trusting, you know, maybe the success of their company to someone like you or me. Yeah. Is is the first thing that they need to do is is be very, very vulnerable vulnerable with us and that's something I always like to sit down and talk about before anything else. So let's say, hey, I realize that you are coming, you are opening up completely. In some cases, you know me well. In some cases, you may not know me very well. But you're being very vulnerable, vulnerable with me, and I recognize that. And I just want to say thank you for, for holding this space and taking the time to talk with me a little bit about it. Um, and if this makes sense to move forward, let's do it. If it doesn't, yeah, yeah I love good. that. You just What was the book you just made me read? It was all about that. Uh, do better work. Do better work. Yeah. yeah. Alex is really subtle with his <laughs> Insta me sometimes. <laughs> do better work. No, he, he recommended this book and the whole first part is about being vulnerable. And I appreciate it because I think that that's really like where we're going. And it's nice to see somebody like you who's been like more in like the business sort of like a lot of men in a room doing a thing, like talking about the importance of vulnerability and how you're actually bringing that into your work, I think is very cool. Um, and 
yeah, I just, I'm really excited about this project and sort of this mission that you're on. Um, and are you like currently looking for clients or like, what are you like, who do you want to help next? Where do you see this going? Yeah. So one of the cool things is I've actually had, um, a couple opportunities to work with people who, who I think will go on to be authentic audience customers or clients in the mm -hmm. future. Um, they, they're in that health and wellness space. I really enjoy that. A lot of my friends like you outside of you, you know, people I've known for quite some time are in that space as well. Um, but the neat thing about it is, is I'm able to work with any B2B kind of product, any B2C product. My whole thing is that you come to me with a service centric approach. And what I mean yeah. by that is I'm, I'm, I want to make sure that the way that we are branding you to the world is service first. I'm not really uh, a product focused type of marketer. And, and so, there's a big difference. Absolutely. Maybe we should talk about absolutely. that. And, and yeah. to give you a little background on that, I, I'm someone who grew up in the hospitality industry from age, I think, 15, my first job was as like a server or uh, working at a, a barbecue joint. And I've worked, went through the whole Hyatt life, did that for quite some time before I moved into technology. Um, and I, service is bred into me, service with a smile. I, I truly believe you can hear a smile um, when you talk to someone over the phone or over a podcast or whatever it may be. And so I, I always want people to take a step back if, and understand what their offering is and how that is of service to who their end customer is going to be. And once we can bring that to light, it's so much easier to market and figure out who that person is that you need to bring into. I think business. that's so important because people keep coming to me with all these new offerings and courses. And I'm like, but what is the service that you are providing? What is the benefit that people get from working with you? And like the first four questions I have anybody answer, if you've ever emailed me, you know this, is who are you? Why? Uh, what do you do? Why does it matter? And how can you help? And that is like, how are you being of service, right? And I think pretty much, I don't think I market a product now that I think about it. Like you basically said this whole yep. thing about service versus product. I'm like, right, that's a distinct difference. Um, and I think when you're in a service industry or when you're in a service-focused business and what you're selling is in fact yourself or like your services, it can be a lot more complicated and hard to put yourself out there. A big part of it is how to market yourself, right? Yeah. Like, entrepreneurs, again, like I said, they're super passionate. They know how to do the job, but they may not know how to market themselves externally. And, yeah. And I just, I'm glad I have the opportunity to work with people like that. I think it's super fun and it's cool to see like when the light turns on with them or maybe it clicks and they're like, oh, this is what I'm trying to say. Thank you for putting that into words for me. Or yeah. wow, that design is exactly embodying what I wanted this to be. Things of that nature. I, I love it. So I was on a call last week with Robin Wilner. She's a nutritionist and she has been going through a divorce for like the past eight weeks. And during that time just launched a bride program. And she was like, oh, my mediation just was finalized. I just am not feeling like I really want to post anything. I was like, post that. Post that during the time that you were going through this traumatic mediation, divorce, all this stuff, you created a program for brides because that's how much you love love. And she posted it and she just texted me today and signed two clients into her program from that post. And it's like the power of vulnerability. Yeah. And she was like, I wouldn't even have thought to do that. So I think there's one thing to be like, oh yeah, I think I'm being vulnerable, but to have like a coach or like, I think that coaches and mentors and like helping people through this process, like I have coaches telling me what to do. So those like light bulbs, those clicks, like what are you telling them? A lot of, so a lot of, I think my, my, some of my favorite conversations are the early on ones where mm. I'm still trying to help them, um, 
lay out or explain to me what their offering is. Yeah. Because when they start to put out the words and the feelers and I start to say, oh, you mean like this? Or would you say it like this? Or how about this? And then they're like, yes, that's the one. Okay, what else? How, let's keep going down that track, right? And so we start mm-hmm. to kind of just riff, almost like brainstorming sessions with me just like fingers going away at the laptop. I tell them, close everything, let's just talk, right? Um, and then by the end of that first kind of brainstorming session, particularly with these launch products, things things like that, um, we we have a pretty clear path from there. I'll say, hey, give me you know a day to, to, to take this back and ingest it, and then let's kind of decide how we're going to move forward with this, whether um, if it's something like pillars that we're talking about and trying to build your service around a, a specific set of pillars, or if you're just talking about, hey, these are my different service offerings and this is the way that I want to present them to the world. These are the words I want to use. Um, one thing too, if, if I think this is a great practice for anyone who is trying to build their own brand or figure out what makes sense, I call it good words and bad words. Hmm. Take, I have not heard this. Okay. So um, <laughs> take some time and you just sit down and I would say start with 15 minutes both. Take 15 minutes, put a timer on and just write down all the words that you want people to associate with your brand or your company or your product. And those are going to be the good words. And then all the words that they wouldn't want to associate with your brand or company or product are going to be bad words. And what's great about that is over time, those words become what you kind of the content glue, if you will. You're, mm-hmm. they'll, you'll come back and they'll become part of your voice profile for your brand. And the ones that are bad, obviously, you'll make sure not to use those. And if you mm-hmm. begin outsourcing your work, writing or things like that to um, people, you, they'll always ask you for something like that because they're going to want to know what should I say, what shouldn't I say. Yeah. Uh, and oftentimes, especially in the early brainstorming, those good words – you can get so much out it's of it. It's everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, you sit down afterwards and then yeah. we start like saying, what about this word? What about this word? Um, and it's, it's, it's fun. It's just like, hey, look, think about it and talk about it and make sure that you understand. Kind of- I feel like I want to do that now. I think a lot of times we're fo- so focused on who we are, we're not thinking about who we're not. And sometimes it's a lot easier to start with the who we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of comes out, okay, like we're not this. I don't want to be this because people tend to know more like what they don't like. <laughs> than what they do like Mm -hmm. so when I'm even asking for people to send me like websites I'm like send me five websites that you love and tell me why and also send me five websites that you hate and tell me why um so I think that that's a really good practice and I think everybody should do that and I think it will change too oh yeah for sure so like the you know words that I might use to describe my business a couple years ago I definitely wouldn't use to describe definitely revisit it and it's yeah we're just finishing up um with one of my customers clients and uh the words have definitely morphed over time but one of my favorite things is probably like three weeks ago um katie's her name she came back to me she's like hey i added 10 more words Mm. and and then like it's like fun okay let's talk about those what what do they mean to you why do you want them to be part of this that sort of thing so um it's pretty cool it's it's just that's just a small it's one of the the things that i'm so excited for you because um you know i've just seen your success and everything else so i know this is going to go so well and I'm excited to sort of have a colleague that I know so well. Like I know other people in this space, but I've just met them like within the last year. And when somebody comes to us, um, I really like, I just picture them like this little baby that needs to be held and nurtured. And um, I completely trust that if they want to work with you and go to you, they're going to be in really good hands. So 
Um, what are the ways? Like, I, I like this brainstorm sort of sesh. Can someone pit, like book like a one-off session like that with you? Yeah, absolutely. And I like to just take the time beforehand and just understand, hey, what is your business? And make sure that we vibe, right? Right, um, of course. I'm a total vibe person. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, uh, I had no idea. Right. And uh, so <laughs> just sit down for coffee at first and just chat and make sure that, you know, is this something that uh, I would want to take on? Um, is it something that I think I can help you be successful in? And and are you the type of person that I would I would like to work with, and vice versa? Who knows? You know, my yeah. my, my perma stoke mentality might not be right for you if I'm too <laughs> yeah. positive. So um, I know the positivity is irritating sometimes, but only <laughs> in the best way. Um, no, I think that's great because the other thing you're doing that's different than us is you're doing a lot of implementation right now, which we're. Unless you're a retainer client, it's a lot of strategy and high level strategy that we're focusing on. But you, like, I got two emails today. Oh my God, perfect. I'm going to send her to you. Um, looking for a new website um, and some of these pa- landing pages. And I'm like, people think that I understand design and what I understand is storytelling, but I don't get like fonts and like lines and all that stuff that you pay such a close attention to. To me, I'm looking for a story. Um, so I think people are a little surprised when I'm like, oh, you don't do brand design. It's yeah. like, no, I do voice and like content storytelling. So I think you hit on something really interesting right there. Story versus design versus style. And those three so things different. are so incredibly different. And a lot of the time people want to lump them together. And it's like, hey, you need to define each of those as their own and then figure out how they mesh together to build your overall brand. Yeah. Well, you know a lot about this. Yeah, it's I'm, fun. I know. I'm just so excited. And I wanted to bring Alex on because he started talking to me about it, uh, I don't know, just a couple weeks ago and that you have all these clients already. And I was like, I want to put you on the podcast because you've inspired me for quite a while, but I didn't really know like the angle. Um, and then you were like, Oh, I'm launching something new. I already have three clients. I built my website already. I'm like, great. That's what we're going to talk about. Because I think for a lot of people, the idea of learning something new or reinventing yourself or all of this stuff. And Clay's Clay's actually pretty good at this too. Like if a client's like, Oh, I, um, I do all my email marketing on this platform. He's like, great. And then takes a week to learn it. And it's really just problem solving. It's, you know, a client comes to you with a problem and you figure out how to solve it and you deliver them results and are not an asshole and you have a great business. So I think in terms of marketing, Um, you're doing more than that. Like you're doing marketing, you're mentoring, you're coaching, you're creating, you're designing, you're, you know, kind of blending all of these hobbies that have been hobbies for a really long time into this really powerful passion project. And that's where like the most businesses, the most successful businesses in my opinion come from is like this purpose and this passion. So, um, I love it. Should we take a quick break and then come right back? That sounds perfect. So like I was saying before, Alex is like this killer planner. And I was thinking about that before we got here, because if it wasn't for us, I feel like so much wouldn't happen in our friend group. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually very true. Like we would never see each other if it wasn't for our planning. And one of the things you planned was Panama and you just like bring these things to life. So you basically were like, hi, um, I want to go to Panama with 10 of my best friends and also propose to Aaron. And you made it happen. 
you planned that thing for like six months. And what was so cool about that trip was I didn't really have to do anything, but every morning I was the one like getting people out the door like a total asshole because there was 10 of us in Panama. But Alex had planned like down to the Airbnb, down to the excursions, where we were going, what we were doing. And I like make fun of you for this, but it was like the most amazing thing to like, it's like, oh, Alex George has planned the trip because I don't have to do anything. And I think that planning has really like brought you into this sort of like new space of helping people launch their businesses. Yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, I just was laughing about that earlier because I think that Panama trip really showed me like it was an exhale. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything and it was all planned out. I've, Where does that plan? Yeah, right. You're going to love right. You're going to love this answer. So it actually comes from my mom, Janet. Um, it all started, yeah, it all started (laughs) with, with mom. Uh, she is one of the most hospitable people ever and she Mm. knew how to throw a party. So Mm. growing up, pretty big family, there are six of us all together. And, um, anytime we're having people over, she was, she was planning. And so I kind of took out of that. I'm like, Hey, what are the things that she would do prepare? And this might be seem a little silly or simple, but she would come up with a theme. She would make a list of what you need there. Oh my God. We totally had a theme. Put together. (laughs) The D- Diaz Panamigos, yeah, absolutely. So all the things that, that you need to do to plan for a plan to be successful. And, right. and as I kind of grew and went through my degree and in the hospitality, at one point I was actually an event manager and event coordinator and put on large events. Yeah. And so part of that is getting past the concept of, oh my gosh, this is like overwhelming and just being like, okay, one thing at a time, you got to chip away, chip away. It's like if you're going to study for mcats or something like that you got to start right slowly but surely and get there you can't just cram it all on a weekend or you would hopefully not do that yeah <laughs> well it's just funny because i heard you say like to me in my head like that's one of the again my favorite and least favorite things about you is how good you are at planning and you were just talking about planning now in the sense of everything that you do you're like when i want to dive into something i make a plan well mm. no shit obviously but what does that kind of look like? Like if somebody wanted to launch something or if somebody was even like a new hobby or like whatever, plan a trip, like what are those steps? Like what is your advice when it comes to actually like planning something and then like putting it into action, which is the biggest part that no one does, but you're always like in action around some plan. So I think one of the most important things when, especially with something new is doing a little bit of research and really getting Mm. into it. Um, there, the, there's a wealth of information everywhere. People are information. The internet has tons of it. And so just starting to understand what it is this thing that you're getting yourself into or that you're interested in. And if you find that as you're learning more and more about it, you're gaining more passion towards that item or that object or that strategy, hobby, whatever it may be, that's when you will inevitably start to want to learn more. It's kind of like I always say when you're in, maybe in college, right? And there was like a class that would suddenly you would love it, something you would be all about and you would just dive in head over heels and be like, I'm all about this class. And when it ends, it's almost kind of sad. It's like, yeah. how do I change my entire career path so that I only <laughs> take classes like that all the time? Yeah. And this is me just being a nerd. I love to learn. Um, and so a big part of planning is is you have to learn first so that you know what are the correct steps to take in order to get there. So if you're going to bring it back to, hey, I'm starting a new company or I wanted to even... Or I have this idea, I want to launch this thing. Yeah. Brainstorming and planning out, setting up um, achievable steps for yourself so you don't get down on yourself, understanding what sort of time 
uh, effort or you can put towards it, I guess is a big part is if you're working full time and then you have maybe a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you have to spend time with and a dog, you, you're not going to have a whole bunch of time to yourself to work on it, but making sure that you set it aside that time Mm -hmm. and then you make that time meaningful so that maybe every twice a week you set, uh, set aside an hour to just work on that project. Um, and that you're fully involved in that project and there's nothing else that might be distracting you from it and that allows you to really grow when you have that time to focus on it. I think that is really interesting and I just realized that about you is you do make your time very meaningful. So whereas like I might be like binging a Netflix show or like whatever, it's like you are working on a project. My dad's a lot like that. Yeah. But it's like whenever I come over, you're like either building something or researching something or reading something, but you're like taking advantage of the time. Exactly. Um, I mean, you've basically launched this entire new company and built this new website during your wife's third trimester and now have... <laughs> having a brand new baby at home and you've still accomplished more this week than I have. So I think that that's really inspiring and it's a big conversation I've been having a lot lately is just like the time, the time conversation. Like even moving Instagram to like the last page on my phone, I've like gotten some, my productivity has just like shot through the roof and I think I wasn't as aware maybe before I did this time audit, which you would love, but you don't probably need because okay. um, <laughs> you probably already do this. But I basically laid out my week and audited how I spent my time. And it was like embarrassing how much time I spent doing nothing when I talk about how busy I am all the time. So I think, you know, actually making that time more meaningful is really important. So like step one would be do research learn and step two is like just set aside an hour two hours a week which is what you did and you were able to over the course of a few months launch this thing grab three clients like done um and hopefully do you see this turning into a full-time thing because i see that happening pretty quickly i I don't know that's (laughs) tough to say um you know i've been doing my my nine to five for quite some time and i I do love what i'm doing there but at the same time there's just the passion side of it um, yeah of of being able to help people and really like work with people one-on-one and help them grow and and do what they want. So I'm open to the idea basically of, Hey, we'll see how this goes. If, uh, if we start generating a lot of interest and it makes sense for me to uh, do that, then I could do that for sure. Yeah. Well, I just think whatever you kind of, uh, I have two friends like this, whatever you decide to do, uh, it's going to work because you just work really hard at that thing. And it's not luck. I don't think it's luck. I think you work really hard and that's why the things that you put your mind to are successful. And with this, what I love the most about it, and I feel this way too about marketing is it is a passion. And like, this is your passion project. Like, like you have a nine to five and you're like, I want to create something where I can help people grow their brands because I'm passionate about it. And it's not a job at all to you right now. This is like, you don't need even extra income or revenue. This is like, I want to start this passion project. I want to grow this thing on the side. And you're really smart about how you're doing it. Like potentially it could be a full-time thing, but I tend to like take leaps or move countries or quit jobs. Which is one of the things I love about you. I mean, if we're going to flip this around, I think it, it, it is fun and, and exciting and inspiring to see someone that's willing to just jump and you have the freedom to do that, right? And um, everyone has the freedom to do it, but they might not 
uh, allow themselves to take those sort of leaps. And that's <laughs> why a I was, lovely way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I love one of the first times we ever met was over FaceTime and you were in Aruba. Because I had moved there on a whim. You had moved there on a whim and Aaron was like, oh, my best friend's calling, da, 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 let's talk to her. And you were like, let me see this guy. Where is he? <laughs> Alex, hey. And I was just like, where are you? And this is amazing. You're like, I'll be back in three weeks. Don't worry. So. Well, I think I got deported shortly after that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's nice that when you, you know, have people that you can sort of go back and forth with like that, like Alex is really thoughtful and intentional. And I see how that like, you know, transpires to like, sort of overall like longevity and growth like you put your mind to like I want to buy a house or I want to get a dog or I want to do this or I want to do that whatever it is and it doesn't happen overnight but it always happens and I think I can learn a lot from that and then you know me being a little more like I'm going to move here I'm going to do this I'm going to dump him I'm going to marry him um there's a nice balance to our friendship and I appreciate it I love you Krista I love you too um, this was a really good conversation. I didn't really know where it was going to go. I just knew that I wanted to support this new project of yours in any way that I can. And, um, so the website is live. What, what is it? The website, Mount, mountainswave.com. Mountainswave.com. Yep. So mountains, plural, mountainswave.com. And I think this brainstorm session is really cool. Yep. Um, so you kind of start there and then you do like a, what couple month program, right? So there's a, yeah, there's a few different programs. We have uh, a launch. Um, and it really depends on how much you will need from me, I think is the way that I approach it. So mm. I'll be of service to you once kind of take you on as a client. I'm willing to do whatever it is that you need, but I want to just make sure that we lay out early on what that's going to entail so that I'm able to, um, balance the rest of my life and clients <laughs> yes. as well. Uh, so whether it's going to be implementation strategy concept, um, whatever it may be, right? So we sit down and we talk about it and say, hey, this is what I'd like your help with. Uh, and then from there, move forward. We also do refreshes. I have uh, a couple of my clients who are successful business people, but they... A rebrand. Yeah, they need a rebrand. They yeah. just I don't know who, I, who my company is anymore. I don't know how to reach the clients I need to and um, figuring out from there. And then the other side is just general uh, marketing advice, um, automation, things like you know, anyone that might need yeah. that sort of thing. And then, uh, again, if we're sitting down and I've realized that you're a much better fit for one of my friends, I'm wholeheartedly yeah. just going to say, hey, let me introduce you to this person. They're going to be able to help you a whole lot better than I can. I love having people to send people to. Not that I don't want to work with them, but a lot of times I'm not the best fit. Yeah. And so that's what's so exciting to me about this. My bigger dream, and I know you know this, is to have just like this creative collective of like badass, not just creatives, engineers, like strategists, all of it. And some amazing human being can come to us and say, this is what I need for my brand. I'm like, great, you're going to have a session with Alex. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. We'll do your ads like and done. And so I think we're building that. Like we're building that. And I think the people I've had on this podcast are you know, my, the people that teach me the most, Alex truly, I humbly say, teaches me so much <laughs> every time we're together. And it's been a fun relationship to navigate. And now I think taking it into sort of the business space makes a lot of sense. Um, most of the people that I work with this closely, I am crazy about. Um, I say, everyone's like, why, how could you blend like business with 
friendship, I'm like, my business is my life. So I'm only going to do business with people that I love and that are my life. And so that's sort of my solution to that. So I'm so happy you came. Um, what else is that? Is there anything else you kind of want to leave me with? Any other advice you have for me in this moment? Oh man, I feel <laughs> on the spot here. Um, no, I think one thing I would like to say though, cause I know who's going to listen to this is clay is a blessing. <laughs> I, I love the guy and I'm so stoked that he came into your life and my life. Same thing. Someone that will be part of my life forever. Um, and so I'm stoked that to see that you guys were able to balance and build um, a company together as well as balance a relationship, uh, be a dog mom and um, a great auntie. So I'm, I'm stoked that I was yeah. able to come on and, and chat with you today. I'm really excited to uh, continue working together in the future. Me too. Well, if you need any more information about Alex, you can email me um, and you can find his website, mountainswave.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love having people on here that I know very well. It kind of changes a nice little pace for me. Um, So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, and until next time, keep growing. Mm